We took it all. We brought them to our land. An endless night. Ember hot and icy cold. The rage of the earth. We made this curse. Carved it in the blood on our backs. We did not see. We could not, but she did. And in the end... What will I become? Senwa Saga. Hellblade 2. Play it now with Game Pass. Welcome, everybody, to episode three of Me Time. I'm really excited. Well, first, I want to say something because last week, actually, we had already recorded the episode, but it began uh, Pride Month. And so I just want to say happy Pride from all of us at Me Time. And this week, we actually were talking about something very fun because I said that this podcast was actually gonna be dedicated to even to like learning new things because part of my me time is like learning new skills or hobbies. So one thing I don't know a lot about, even though I've had my makeup done for a very long time for shows or whatever, I end up just wanting to hang out and chat during that time. So I actually haven't learned a lot. So I invited Anton Kajaturian on who does my makeup for a lot of events, all events pretty much. Sometimes I just hire him because I wanna hang out with him because I love him so much. And he's coming on just to talk about Stuff that he loves, products he loves, trends, make in makeup and everything else. And it's very fun. And I love him so much. And I cannot wait. Also, Anton is just like the most fun and the sweetest bright light. So enjoy. You're like one of my favorite people on the planet. You're also an absolute master at what you do. But like, you're also just one of the best people on earth, I think. Thank so well, anyway, right back at you. And I'm, I'm, I'm I love really so flattered that you asked me. I'm, I'm, I'm happy and honored to be a part of it. You know how much I love you. I mean, we've been at it for a while, you and I. Years and years and years. Yeah. It's so funny too, because I think about like, you know, I would think at this point I would at least have, we'll get to makeup in a bit, yeah. but I would feel, I feel like I would at least have some idea of how to like do my own makeup after, but every time we get together, all I want to do is like catch up with you and right. <laughs> know what's happening in your life. I think you always assemble yourself well when you do it yourself. I don't think you're giving yourself nearly enough credit. You're better than a lot. I just don't do much. That's all I'll say. Okay. But it's also, you always, people always think that they're going to like get in the chair and learn a bunch of stuff when in, in reality, you don't really, class isn't necessarily in session. You just want to hang and chat, you know? So. Which is all I ever want to do with you. Like, I'm literally like, can we just take longer so we can keep hanging out? Can we just not um, go and we'll just go to brunch instead? Every time we do our makeup, my makeup, we say that. Literally. I'm literally like, I think I'm just going to blow this thing off. Let's go have drinks. Let's, go right, let's go to breakfast. Why, 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 is this, why are we doing this? Yeah. Yeah. Well, I'll be pretty for whatever. No, drinks I mean, like that. Go to. Yeah. That? We should. Oh. Glam <laughs> <laughs> and then going out. You know. It's so true. We said that a million times. Thank you so much for being here. I don't even know. I mean, you. You are, in my opinion, you are like a master of glam. I feel like you can either. I can say to you, like. We've done photo shoots where it's like it almost needs to look like I'm not wearing any makeup, and we have done like full on red carpety glam. Yeah. Like you can do anything and everything. And I want to talk about. I mean, obviously, we want to get into all the gooey stuff. Like, what are the trends and what are your favorite products yeah. and all those things. But also, like, your when did you? How long have you been doing this now? I mean, the, the whole story. I'm well. I'm about to be 38 in June, and I was hired at Matt as a cashier when I was 19. 
Oh, cashier. I love just that. like a weekend cashier. And then after like six, seven months, they bumped me up into an artist position. So I was doing that whole thing. So I mean, getting into my 19th year, technically, I mean, out here in LA about 13 years. So, oh my God, how did we, how that. did we I have clients who are younger <laughs> than how long I've been doing? <laughs> oh, I'll go down that rabbit hole. I've been having that happen a lot. I've been here since I was 17. Mm. So just a few years now, but you know, it feels like I've been here for 23. Right. <laughs> That's what it feels like. Right, I mean, right. you know, but we're, we're ageless. Uh, That's all, we're, all there is to it. Well, you, thanks to you. You make all of the lines disappear. Oh, please look how good uh, you look. It's just your, I just, I love God. it all. Stop it. Stop it. That's actually why I keep Anton around. He tells me it, well, look, I told people you were coming on the show and I got a bunch of questions yeah, that, that people wanted to ask you. But let's start with like, first off, we're going to talk about a lot of makeup things on the episode. And then we're also going to do an actual demo yeah. that we're going to be posting like on the socials and everything. So everybody can see all of the products that he's talking about and that he loves. And then the befores and afters and all that and all that so gooey fun stuff that we love. It's just so like makeup is one of those things. Speaking of why I'm doing the podcast that I uh, want to just learn a bunch of new things that I feel like I've been around my whole life and I've had it done so many like with shows and everything else. And obviously with you and I, I will try to recreate something. I will use even the products you've told me use. And it, I mean, you know, you're a master. So it's like, I'm, it's never going to look as good. Also, I didn't really grow up. My mom was so naturally beautiful. She had this like skin. She just never wore makeup. She didn't have to wear makeup. So it wasn't anything I ever kind of watched and learned. And I feel like even now I have questions like I'm such a creature of habit. I'll wear the same five things. The blush I have, Anton, mm. the blush I have is from Psych. I was going to say, is it is it getting ready to crawl away? Like, is it Yes. It's literally from, uh, uh, I don't even think the last season of Psych, like the second to yeah, last like, season or, of Psych. Yeah. And it's something You're like a which was pilot, ended you know, it? <laughs> from 10 years ago. So, and then I get stuck on my, I'll get stuck on a mascara. I get stuck. Look, we have the things like we love. But I'm actually really interested in kind of learning about newer things. Like I know recently, and I don't even know if this is still one of your like regulars, but like this mermaid skin you used at one point on yeah, me. Yeah, do you still? That was something that went with you to to the movie, to the psych movie. Yes, I that, that I personally still haven't mm -hmm. figured out where what layer. It, I'm just lazy. <laughs> And also, again, creature of habit. So I let somebody else like use it. But talk to me about, you know, like the musts. And even like for somebody like me, like certain questions I have are like, do primers really work? Right. Are they really necessary? Does setting spray actually really work? Yeah. Is it necessary? Yeah. I feel like I'm way behind. I feel like I'm like, so? <laughs> no, not at all. I think that a lot of products are out there for marketing purposes. It's not to say that they don't work. But I think a lot of primers fall into the marketing, do you really need it kind of category. So, okay. uh, but there are a handful that I love. Actually, I, I have some products that I'm going to show <gasps> because there's things you can do to kind of knock out a few things in one step without having to overdo it. One of the most important things for me, and this is a question I get a lot, you know, what's, what's, what's your best anti-aging secret? And yes. it's sunscreen. Sunscreen is... If you do nothing, 
put sunscreen on. Even if you work in an office all day, you have to go outside, you have to get into your car, you have to drive there. I mean, you do more damage to your skin driving in the car, walking by getting the mail than you might do going to the beach, believe it or not. I'm literally sitting at a window right now. And sometimes when I sit here and do the podcast, I can actually feel... Like I'm sunning. No, absolutely. So sunscreen is a really important, I think the most important anti-aging thing. This is one of my favorite products that I'm going to show. This brand called Supergoop. It's kind of glary. Oh, Supergoop. Okay. Yeah, yeah. I've heard of Supergoop. One of my biggest complaints that I get from people about sunscreen is the fact that it's too heavy. It puts this white Mm -hmm. on your face. It's uncomfortable. A lot of sunscreens are uncomfortable. It's so good because it goes on clear, which I love. And it has like a really, see, it's like gone. It's like nothing. It literally feels just super, super silky. And what I love about this is that any skin tone can use it because if you've got a deeper skin like I do, or obviously someone who's much darker skin than I am, it's going to get, it's going to, you're going to see the whiteness. You're going to see that cast on the skin. So when the products are clear, they work for everybody. And I love that. I love that. This is literally my favorite primer. And I'm, you know, I'm getting an SPF 40 on someone. It gives you like a beautiful skin surface. So you're kind of getting pores and perfections. It's amazing. So you're kind of knocking out two steps in one shot and it's, you know, then you can go on with your foundation or whatever it is you use. So I didn't even know that a product like that existed, like a, a, an SPF primer. I never used it that way. And then I started using it that way. I said, okay, this is like literally doing exactly everything I need it to do because it kind of retexturizes your skin before you put makeup on, which is amazing. So products like that, I think are super duper worth it. That's one of my faves. It's called Unseen. I I love. I love an all-in-one kind of thing. This is good, especially for the lazy ones like me. Well, it's a great lazy makeup And it's a great makeup artist product. It's a great personal product. I mean, I always have it in my bag. It's an easy thing to just kind of touch up if you've been in the pool or if you've been out all day, you know, you're supposed to reapply on screen. So it's a good product. I mean, I'll wear it by itself and it makes my skin look better, which I love. I'm sold. So I've used the SkinCeuticals VitaFusion, I think is what it's called, you know, but it's tinted mm-hmm. and and it's not for me, it's like not enough to necessarily be like an actual foundation, right. but it's almost too much in like, it has that kind of whitish in the tint to it that it ends up, it works though. I can tell you, I feel like I tan like so easily. I'll have freckles so easily. Yeah. So finding a new one and I think it's only 35. So I'm excited to try this super goop one. But yeah. Well, I, I, I do love SkinCeuticals though. I think they have amazing skincare. So I use their vitamin C serum so as well. Like the CE. Yeah. I actually yeah, yeah. just put that back into my routine because you know, I'm bougie like you have gorgeous skin, Anton. It's all genetic. Gorgeous. And like it's gorgeous though. I love the 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 blonde too. I feel like when I saw you last, it was because it, it's growing out it, a little bit, right? Out like a I feel lot. Like- I, I think I'm like it's starting to get to the point where I'm hanging on to it for dear life, you know. But I, I love out, it right? though. It looks so good. Yeah, I'll take it. Yeah. Okay. So we have primer, maybe SPF. And then what would be next? So you go into like foundations next. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it depends on how much you're willing to do. I mean, someone like you, Maggie, you have gorgeous skin, whether you want to believe it or not. So if you threw something on and then you did like a good concealer, you could be like set, especially if you're just like running errands, you're not doing anything too crazy, a good under eye concealer that can maybe be used to give you a little bit of coverage somewhere where you need it. I mean, you never have 
blemishes. So that's so nice. And yes, I do. But do you have, okay. So one of the questions was how do you match concealer? Like how do you, what is a good way? Like what's a good spot to test it? What's like, cause I always feel like I'll do it. And then I go out in the sun and it looks like you can actually see the patch where the concealer is versus the rest of like. Right. Generally, I say don't do it on your hand because your hand is a completely different color from your face. I okay. usually say do okay. it on your neck. Sometimes your face is a little tanner just because it, you know, it's farther forward and it might get a little bit more sun exposure. Your neck is kind of hidden away a little bit more. So I usually always test foundation mm. on, on the neck. That's usually the best way to go. Usually off to the side, never down the middle. I find that this area is lighter on most people. So it's better to kind of like go straight down the middle. Yeah, so over on the, side. on the side. Yeah. I think that's a good way to kind of go. Okay. Yeah. Tell me other, what are your other favorite products? This is what I have been super duper addicted to. And I know you feel like a creature of habit from a consumer basis using products. Yeah. Makeup artists are creatures of habit too. It's really hard to get a new product in my kit, especially when I know what I know and I know it's going to work. Like I know how to do your yeah. makeup for an event and I know that it's not going to go anywhere. So it's hard for me to implement something new when I don't know what it's going to do. You know, uh, do you have that? Is it different on different people? Like I know for me and you like for me, I don't know how you do it. You could literally do my makeup at 10 and yeah. I could be at a party until 2 a.m. Yeah. And it doesn't yeah. move. It's 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 the layering. It's the bases. We'll talk about all that for sure. OK, but, OK. Um, I think yeah, it's 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 you know, I kind of like jump around when I do your makeup. It's like, you know, I start with your skin and then. I move to your eyes and I do a couple things and then I go back to your skin. A lot of people don't do their makeup that way if they're just doing it to go out themselves. So right. I think the kind of layering back and forth thing, it's kind of, you know, little insurance policies like on top of each other, basically. So I love it. And you know, spill your that, secrets, Anton. Yeah. Yeah. This is what I'm super addicted to right now. This is the Armani Luminous Silk Under Eye Concealer. Okay. I have one of these in the Luminous Silk Just Foundation. I love that too. That came that 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 came first. That chicken came before this egg for sure. Um, <laughs> however you want to put it, but right. this was a new product that came out where I was like, "How was I a makeup artist before this?" Like I. Oh my I, god! Really? When you find something that's so good that's new that just like blows your mind. So I have this on like under my eyes, and the nice thing about this one is it's it's meant for the under eye area. But it also is super great on top of um, blemishes, too. I have, like, something really weird going on over here. So I put a little bit on over there. Um, some of the under-eye concealers, like the luminous under-eye concealers, they look funny anywhere else on the face because they're not really meant for coverage. They're meant to, like, right. almost highlight, if you will. But this one, on someone who wants, like, minimal, especially on the boys, you know, with the, with the, with the boys, you don't really want to look like you have anything on generally. So, right. Um, I don't think you could tell that I have makeup on. Right. Are you kidding? I can never tell. By the way, I like every time you come over, I, I just stare at your skin. It's so beautiful. So this is, this is I, great yeah. for that, especially if you're just like trying to go for like a no makeup makeup look. I love this product. It comes in a million shades. It's insane. It's so good. And it's it's good too for the boys because you know they don't want to look like they have a ton of makeup on, so it's a good way to go. Speaking um, of boys, if any of them are listening or still listening, I mean, do you? Well, 
maybe we can get into like that topic as well. I don't know who who is listening to this podcast right now, but I feel like any uh, I know one of the questions I had was from a friend of mine who was asking about threading. Because he was like, is it better to still thread around your eyes instead of laser? Because that's what they always say. But anyway, we're off topic here. We'll come back to that in a moment. Yeah. Yeah. But I love hearing this. I love hearing all this too for the boys. Because I feel like, you know, we can look like we're wearing makeup. I feel like a lot of times uh, boys don't right. want to look like they're wearing makeup. Exactly. Right. There's like, it's, it's, we don't really think about the fact that, you know, with women, it's, socially acceptable to look right. like you have a certain amount of makeup on and it, it should not be that way. Anyone right. should be able to do whatever they want to do. But 100%. a lot of men don't want, they just want to look polished. They don't want to look like they have a face on. So for me, I, I'm kind of in that same boat, especially when it comes to my skin. So this product, I was like, okay, this is real good because I feel, you know, super cute and finished, but then also natural. Which yeah. All about that life. Yeah, you look. That's that's. Let's write your your. That's like your memoir, right? Right. <laughs> yeah. Literally. Yeah. Super cute, natural. All just, about that life. My autobiography. Just your super autobiography. cute and natural. Yeah, I love it. But yes, you yeah. know. Yeah. <laughs> Any other gems you have uh, right there up your sleeve? I mean, so many, but I, that's probably like a desert island product for me is a good under eye concealer that you could also use um, somewhere else on your face if you need the coverage. Love so it. definitely concealer. Sunscreen, obviously, we talked about that. I mean, definitely a mascara that you're in love with. I think yeah. mascara is a very intimate relationship. I think it's one of the most, <laughs> I think it's one of the most personal products. Like people yeah. are like but to me, mascara is like the Zodiac of, of makeup. People are like, well, Ooh. I'm a Gemini and I'm better than you. So <laughs> they're like, well, I use this mascara and it's the best one. No, sir, don't you think? I think mascara is like probably one of the most personal. A hundred percent. And it's yeah. literally like, so Anton, I have used like a CoverGirl lash blast old school yeah. for so long. Yeah, and, and it works. Recently though, I tried the Thrive Tube extend it like whatever the one that like extends it and like makes it look and I'm kind of with you like I save that for a special kit my my still my go-to is like you know my my old school it's kind of like what you said about like when it works it works and so yeah. it's hard to, it's really hard to move away from that but I know recently you use some of the thrive thrive we're very lucky sponsors the um or, or has ads on the psychologists are in and so I have gotten yeah, to know their yeah. makeup a little bit I know and then when we did vanity fair look you like pulled out some Thrive, and I was I like, love Thrive, and I know the I know the the the, the owner and yeah. uh, the PR company where they're at. I, I love Thrive. Thrive is so. I have some Thrive stuff here. One of my favorites. We'll we'll talk about this. It's their um. What do I, they actually call it? They're brilliant eye brighteners. The brighteners. Uh, I love them. And this goes hand in hand with my whole. With the whole thing about you saying, you do my makeup, I go to an event, I'm out till midnight and nothing budges. It's because of products like this. Okay. Um, but the thing about Thrive that I think is so cool, um, I feel like vegan brands and um, you know all natural brands, cruelty-free brands, they didn't have the best reputation for being luxurious right or like long wearing for yeah. a really really long time um but brands like thrive hourglass charlotte tilbury like that is out the window because they're like luxury yeah good products like 
like I could do a whole face with Thrive and I would be happy, you know, oh my because God. everything in the brand is good. So I think that they, it's like they've cracked the code. Like now people have gravitated towards these vegan brands, these green brands, because they're so good. You know, there's some brands out there that are just excellent, but I'm sorry. We when something about, is like not tested on animals, I'm, I'm all in. That's like, yeah, I, yeah, I agree completely. Yeah, it's, yeah. It, it's, it's hard because a lot of the times, um, Brands I love, like Mac, for example, you know, they've gotten a little bit of a bad rap for being for not being cruelty free. But in in all fairness, the brand is cruelty free. They don't test on animals. But any brand, there's certain countries where it's in their law that they test products on animals. So if the brand retails in that country, then they're technically not. I didn't know that. Yeah. Like China tests on animals and it's like part of the law. I did not so, know that. Charlotte Tilbury, Thrive, um, Hourglass, these products are not available in China because then the brand automatically would not be cruelty-free. But Mac doesn't have like little animal labs, you know, in Laguna Beach, California, where they're testing on animals. <laughs> they they're, they they were founded on being cruelty-free. Right. Uh, we used to run around in our cruelty-free breeds cruelty-free beauty shirts. I remember so, that um, as a Mac, like when I first discovered Mac, when I, which really was, I mean, growing up in Kentucky, I, I don't, I didn't know about Mac until I started working in like television, Right. but it just, it was suddenly to me, like for all, all, for all reasons, like I was so into their makeup, like yeah. right away. Yeah. I know you yeah. still are too. Yeah. But yeah, I love absolutely. that part. So it's, it's, it's hard because an old school brand like that for them to pull their product out of a massive market like China would, would, would be an Devastate. insane, Yeah, it would, it would, it would devastate their brand. So a lot of these newer brands that are finding their way, uh, in Hourglass isn't new anymore. I mean, they're killing it and Thrive is doing amazing too, but they're just staying out of those markets because, you know, they want that, they want that cute little bunny stamp on their on their products, which I think is, which I think is incredible. I mean, yeah. you shop a brand like Hourglass, you shop a brand like Thrive. It is, you know, that it is not being tested yeah. on animals anywhere in the world. So, yeah. um, but we were talking about products being long wearing and having longevity and all that kind of good stuff. And, um, these, so Mac paint pots were always my go-to because using them on eyes as a base, um, and then putting shadow over it, like that's not going anywhere. So it was hard for me to get away from that because, and I still use them, but you want to try other stuff once in a while. So when these came out, I started playing with them. And I think we might have tried it at a shoot or something. Because when I do a shoot, I can, you know, I'm babysitting the person. I'm there with them. So if something <laughs> does something weird, I can fix it. Literally. It, even, if it's, out, even if it's behaviorally, you'll fix it. Uh, 100%, <laughs> right? Well, maybe 99%. But when you're... When I do a when we're doing a red carpet and I'm sending you out into the world, like I'm not there with you. I don't right. have control over what's going to happen. So I love eyeshadow sticks that like are super duper long wearing. I'm not really big on like the eye primers. I prefer to use something mm. that's kind of like a one stop shop, you know. And 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 they work. Like this is a really beautiful kind of like this is something that we would do. You know what I mean? Oh, it's like really I love beautiful. that. I have that. Yeah, yeah I, I love all of these. I think this one is a hair. Uh, it's not darker, but it's like an interesting. It's like the goldy one, the lighter one. Oh, I've I've the used golds it. are beautiful too. Yeah. This is like a really light taupe almost. Yeah, so I think there's funny. one. It's my favorite, and I think we used it um, recently for an event. You and I, I think it's called Nikki with two Ks. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and it's like the most beautiful, amazing gold, and it's just it's gorgeous. But like you just 
getting yourself ready for something just to go to the store or to go have a drink with a friend. It's like, you can throw this on, you kind of blend it out yeah. and it gives you that eyeshadow look and you put a little mascara on and you're good. Like that's all you need to do. So I love these kind of one-stop shop products that just work so great for me as an artist, but then also for consumers. I love all that. I actually want to try, cause I, I think I do that for more of like a do if I'm yeah. like doing my makeup up a little bit or whatever, I want to try it more for the everyday. But what is your take? And if you don't want to say anything too negative about it, but I'm just like curious because I'm such a sucker for an Instagram ad. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, it's, yeah, I hear it all the time. Well, I saw this on TikTok. I'm like, oh gosh. Oh go. my God. I'm literally like, oh my God, look at the cute packaging. Look at that gorgeous model putting it on so easily. And she looks amazing. Right. She's like so, 12. Yeah. And yeah. <laughs> So I'm literally like, click, 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 bye, bye, bye. Right, and it's like, right. do you need one? No, I need all three. So yeah. I, I, I am a sucker for that. And one of the ones I did recently, which I kind of like, but I can never get it to be is the OG. I can never get it to be like, do you know the OG, O-G-E-E? Have you seen these sticks? They're just sticks. And they're like what would look like a, a cheeky stick. Maybe they're a little thicker or whatever. Um, yeah. They now have, I think, a base. But the way it was like advertised was... There's like a pinkish one, a contour one, and then a highlight. And that's it. Okay. So you just like contour. I actually have some of the contour on just right now. And then yeah. you, you do yeah. a little of the highlight here and you yeah. do a little contour up here. But it's not like replaced. I don't know. Do you have a take on that? No, I think that, um, I mean, that kind of formula has been around for a long time, I feel like. Um, but I think that if if someone is comfortable using that, I think with cream products like that, you could get a little over zealous very easily you know you take it and you put it on your face and you're like Anton. It's, like, it's like chocolate bar just like oh like lime. can i so tell I you think, i look like what's it raggedy ann or well Ann? yours looks great what you have no on. no I, I i don't have any of the this is my psych blush oh no this is my from, from the pilot 12 year old, <laughs> 16 year old blush not kidding um but i do a little i like it just because i bought it so i'm like okay maggie like you have to you like right. you have to figure out a way to use this i do love the highlight stick but the blush it's kind of like what you're talking about i can never get it smooth and i'm wondering if it's also like i see them when they have used it before it's like they use a foundation brush and i'm still like a sponge person so yeah i don't no, know I, th I think i think that's fine i just think with cream products like that less is more because they generally tend to deposit a lot of color yes so um i mean with a blush like that i'd say you just like dot it where you need it and then you really like blend it into nothing it's just about taking your time i think is like the most important thing okay um, and just allowing a little time for that product to actually do what you need it to do. Um, with the contour, it's so funny because um, I think that people can get a little carried away. I always, I think I've even said this to you, like when we do your makeup, we, I do the highlights first. Because yes. I think, that, you know, it's like highlight. I always like to say highlight is the new contour because I think it's much easier to like, you know, hit the tops of your cheekbones, maybe like the center of your forehead a little bit to give yourself a little bit of that brightness and light on your face. And then when you do that, you automatically start seeing the contours right. and then you do less contouring. I'm not against contouring, but I think that it could be a little bit over ambitious. Oh, I love that. I feel like yeah. I'm, a, I love that. It was such a nice way to say stop contouring so much um stop contouring so much yeah, yeah. <laughs> I, I think um i think it's just it's people tend to go overboard oh, with it 
one of my, I agree. I actually do agree with that, but I, I end up, I've become, I think one, not become one of those people, but I think I've always been one of those people. Like I almost have a weird thing about it when I'm on set or something. And I feel like they don't do the contour. And then they look at me crazy when I like say, can I get a little contour? And they're like, yeah, okay. Yeah. Yeah. We'll do a little contour. But, but the way you do it, I feel like always the way you want to do it always looks good. It's not like anything crazy. And I feel like it's, it's for you, it's more about face shape. Like, like, you know, I, I feel like, I want to sculpt under here a little bit more because, you know, because you have these amazing cheekbones. So you want to like give yourself that balance, like around the perimeter of your face, you know? So that's so I, nice. That, that's totally, totally fine. Thank you. That's nice. I feel like I have like the little chubby cheeks. That's what I always say. I'm always like, oh, can we contour in here? So my little cheeky cheeks. No, you they're have the so, best cheeks. Oh, so good. No, um, you have such good cheeks and you're you. going to look. You're going to look like that forever because they're <laughs> going to hold up the rest of your life. You know? I hope. I hope all the, I hope the chubbiness holds the rest of it up. Yeah. Not chubbiness at all. It's gorgeousness. But you also have seen yourself on camera a million times. So you know. Yeah. But, you know, it's a different thing. Yeah, that, that, that's actually that's yeah. actually true. One of my favorite things about you is the patience that you have when. So I feel like I can be one of those people that's like do your thing. It's totally fine. Like whatever you want. And then I'll be like, what is that? What are you doing there? Right. So when I do, (laughs) so when I do, so guys, a little secret, I am not an eyebrows person. So I, (laughs) so, okay. Eyebrows have become like such a thing, right? Like everybody has these like perfect eyebrows. I know there's like, I've gone a couple of times. I don't know where it got in my head that like, don't over pluck, don't over wax. So I just don't do anything. My eyebrows can get so long sometimes. I mean, I do have like the, the, uh, what are they called? The brushes that have a little color in them or yeah. whatever, just to like tame everything. But yeah. like, as you can even yeah. see right now, they're a little jagged. They can like get so long that they like can almost curl a little bit. And yeah. I, it's only because I wait for you. I wait for she like, she literally <laughs> waits for me to do them. <laughs> she, she literally does. And she'd be like, you're gonna, yeah, just go for it. Because, you know, but at first you were very nervous about it because I feel like you may have had like some not great experiences on set where someone really like hacked into your brows. They did. So yeah. I yeah, remember yeah. like the first several times we worked together, I would trim you like, you're like, Sounds like you're cutting a lot. <laughs> <laughs> so I, it's still a running joke. I think even when you did them recently, I think the last time maybe was va- the Vanity Fair party. Vanity night. Fair, yeah. Yeah. And it was so funny because we were explaining to Sabrina, who I was uh, working with actually for the first time. And I think, you know, we have, you and I have such a, like, a thing. <laughs> <laughs> we took it all. We brought them to our land. An endless night. Ember hot and icy cold. The rage of the earth. We made this curse. Carved it in the blood on our backs. We did not see. We could not, but she did. And in the end... What will I become? Senwa Saga. Hellblade 2. Play it now with Game Pass. (laughs) (laughs) I report. Yeah. And, you know, and somebody else like comes in. It's so fun. We're so fun, Anton. But it's oh, also yeah. a little bit like we get 
we go down all kinds of roads. And anyway, so Anton, we were explaining how I wait for my eyebrows. I wait for Anton to do my eyebrows and that the same thing happens every time where I'm like, please just clean them up. And then I'm like, so what, what, why are you, did you, how many did you trim there? Okay. How right. many did you? Yeah. It's a, I'm, I still get a little nervous, even though yeah, of course, I won't you, let anyone else have, touch them. Yeah. You literally have like PTSD. Ruining. I mean, it's like when when someone messes with something on your face and not in a good way, it's it stays with you forever. That's that's true. That's true. But it's still a very funny. It's still a very funny thing. Okay, I uh, are you ready for some questions that I had some people send uh, send me? Because you've answered a lot of mine. But best waterline black coal eyeliner. Oh, interesting. Isn't that like the eternal makeup? question like what's the yeah it's it's literally um you know what's so funny is I grabbed a couple because I wanted to show them so look at us go I have a couple that I love one is from uh Mac it's a new collection of pencils that they have um called the Mac color excess oh cool yeah it stays on okay pretty darn good like better than most other ones that i've used and it has a little bit of a sheen to it it's got like a vinyliness to it so it kind of has it's like that black that has that kind of 90s fantasy which i love love Um, but it really does wear really 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 well um on the inside not everybody wants the black to be that dramatic like for the texture to be that dramatic which is interesting because you know all blacks are not made the same yeah Uh, Another fave that I use all the time, I feel like we use this one, the Maybelline, um, the Lasting Drama, it's a matte black pencil. Oh, interesting. I love that it's Maybelline. I like, I love these, uh, the like, uh, the find, the like drugstore find as well. That's like so great. Oh, absolutely. And drugstore products are not nearly as inexpensive as they used to be. I mean, I think that is like a $12 eyeliner, which is not cheap no no they used to be like five bucks back in the day no i know i always think about that like i'll see the wet and wild still and i'm like i why not yeah but even the wet and wild is like a wet and wild lipstick will stay on for like a week (laughs) (laughs) oh this is good to know like if you want like a really fun color for something well i guess if you yeah okay do you love the shave your face trend or is it better to get your face waxed (laughs) threaded I mean, so, it's so funny because so, I, you know, I told you I came from the Mac counter once upon a time. Do you know how many of the girls there did that? And not because they had facial hair. It was because it's like such an exfoliating thing. Wait, the shave? Uh, oh, I feel yeah, like I know nothing. And, and okay. The, versus the, now I know the threading, but I don't know. Yeah. So there's like, no, they would, they would shave their face like with a razor, like with a men's razor. And the thing I didn't know at the time that I thought was really interesting, the hair on women's faces versus men's faces, it's a completely different, yeah. it's a completely different thing. So it doesn't turn to stubble. Right. I'm sure that some women would maybe be unlucky and like the retail, they would come back like a little bit, harsher but none of them it, it would just come back like as peach fuzz every time so they would shave and they would have this like perfectly smooth surface i mean i think about you know like when i'm shaving this area with a razor it's like smoother than the rest of my face yeah so, well, oh interesting same kind of concept yeah so, so um, you're down you're like into it i i mean i think it's like an old school trick that's kind of having a renaissance to be honest with you i think women have been doing that secretly since the dawn of 
time. Shaving. Yeah. 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 No, shaving. I think so yeah. too. I yeah. know. I heard something at one, one time that got in my head. Cause I am, I can be, I have, I have a lot of the, the peach fuzz, um, that was like, uh, keep it because it's a light filter. I think someone in like act, like acting class or something told me this at one point. And they were like, if you're going to be on camera, keep the peach fuzz because it like will re- reflect light. I, I can see that. And, yeah. and I mean, you, I mean, you have a tiny bit, it's nothing crazy, but it's also like basically see-through. Like it's like you're <laughs> yeah. blonde. So it's like, you can't, when it's dark, that's like a little bit trickier. Totally. You know, that, that's people will get self-conscious about it because you can actually see it. But yours is like, literally it's like clear. You I know? love this. So shaving yeah. old school, yeah. old school. It, I think, I think it's a, it, I mean, it is a super old school trick and I do yeah. think it's, it's having a, it's having like a trendy social media comeback, but yeah, I mean, they would literally like lather up and shave. I love this. I know. So funny. And it would never come back harsher. This is a, this is a phenomenon and I really, really, really like it. And I kind of, uh, I'm, I'm excited to actually tell some people about it as well. Yeah. Okay. Best way. I mean, still to this day, I don't really know. And I love that somebody is asking this question. Best way to cover is it. I mean, that's definitely a question of coverage. That's when I bust out something that's a little bit more serious. Um, I know you're here. Shape tape from Tarte. Tell me. Sure. I mean, it's, 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 it's a full coverage concealer, but it also has like a really beautiful skin like finish, you know, I mean, it just does its job. Yeah. Shape tape is, is, is amazing. And I think it's definitely, um, it's, they, they nailed it as far as it has a really skin like texture, but it gives you like maximum coverage. So a dot of it over a blemish is, is going to do the trick. I mean, I I use it all the time. Like if I'm doing like a no makeup makeup look on someone and they might need a little coverage in a few spots, that's what I'm going to, that's what I'm going to use on those spots. I love this. I'm totally getting some shape tape, which is my next question though. Three must haves for every day, like mascara, brows, lips, or yeah. What's the out the door easy. Yeah. I mean, I think it really depends on the person and what they like to focus on. I mean, some people are really into their brows, so they've got to have their brow pencil or their tinted brow gel or something like that. Um, I think brows frame the face in a really amazing way. So that is something that I would say is a number, like on that list of three things. Yeah. A concealer, you know, my, like my Armani under eye concealer, and then maybe Maybe you mix it up with the Tarte one a little bit, mix it together if you need a little coverage in some spots, because you could kind of use that everywhere, you know, just give yourself a little something, something. And then um, I would say, I would say good lip product. I mean, whatever you're into, mascara, obviously, for sure. I mean, that's something that you can throw on. And it'll make your eyes pop and look great. But um I'm, I'm yeah, I'm a, I'm a lip, I'm a lip balmy, like a yeah. colored lip balm person for sure. I'm an OG kind of lip liner kind of guy. So oh. I tend to gravitate towards a lip liner and you don't have to use it like in a super lip linery kind of way. You could use it more as like a stain just to give yourself a little bit of color. And then you could put whatever balm you want over it. Oh my God. So, I think I have your Charlotte Tilbury one that you gave you me. You know for how many lip liners you probably have? Like 17. Uh, at least, at least. I'll literally. Well, I'm always giving you stuff because I love you. I love you too. And I, and I, 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 I want you to have it so you could touch it up. And I know you're actually going to do it. Yeah. Well, I do. Every time I leave you before I go to an event, I'm like, 
well, what if something happens before I get on the red carpet? Exactly. Thanks. You said Charlotte Tilbury. And I literally, this is like the original pillow talk. Oh, yeah. Um, I think that's the one I have. I don't know where I put it. You probably have one and two. Okay. So it's like you got your original pillow talk right yeah. here, which is good on pretty much every skin tone up to my skin tone. Um, and then pillow talk too, which is kind of my favorite. It's like the ultimate sort of, oh, it's so good. Rich. It's like that kind of mauve kind of nineties kind of natural. It's so, so, so good. And then, um, pillow talk three, I'm obsessed with for, um, deeper skin tones. So oh, good. gorgeous. Yeah. So, so, so good. So, I mean, you could use, you could basically kind of use it almost like as a tint, like you're just using a little bit and kind of blending it out. And the thing about the texture of the lip pencils is that it's going to last a lot longer. So you do that and you throw a little balm over it. You throw a little gloss over it. You know, even if you like clear gloss, like it's going to hold up and it's going to last a lot longer because the texture of the pencil, you know, it's like the waxier texture. So it's going to stay on better. I love this. I'm actually going to maybe switch to that. Um, I love the Charlotte Tilbury. So one, two, and three. Pillow Talk, one, two, and three. Just, yeah, it's, yeah, it's they basically, it's, yeah, Pillow Talk, the original, um, Pillow Talk, two, medium, and then Pillow Talk, three, intense. So yeah, one, two, and three. Love. What are you thinking about? I'm starting to see. It's so funny because remember Vanity Fair? We were like, should we do a red lip? Should we do a red? Oh, no, it was for the first party, the Elton John party. For like, the first party, yeah. Should we do a red lip? And and you were like, you know what? Every time we go to do it, which is true, I'll have this moment where I'm like, I I wish we would have gone new. So you always, you're very good at, at uh, knowing my limit and also like, oh, I have to talk to people. Oh, I might be drinking drinks. Oh, it might like, like right. bleed a little. But I did notice a lot of the red carpets this year have gone into like a like a poppy kind of, uh, or like I felt like at the, was, was that the night of the Oscar? Yeah, of course it was the night of the Oscars. Yeah, like yeah. I saw so many, um, almost like your vibe, like your kind of nineties. It's one of my favorite, like makeup eras, like the nineties vibe, but like, like the red lip. And I thought I was like, Oh my God, we were, we were right. I don't think I would have done it because I know I worry too much about what's going to happen. But I was like, Oh, I like that. We were, I like that we were ahead of it. <laughs> right. A hundred percent. And I think it's really, um, I think it's one of those things where you can, you know, I love, I love the trends. I love seeing what's happening at the shows. Yeah. You know, that's kind of where it trickles down from is the fashion shows. And then we right. kind of see like, oh my gosh, like we saw, you know, a lot of orange shadow or we saw like super, you know, dark lip colors on the runway or whatever. And then it kind of trickles through, but you have to do what you're comfortable with. You know, you can't, you can't put on like a dark red lip for an event like that just because you feel like you have to. No, I love that. I love you kind of knowing it doesn't matter. Like it's sort of like what works for you. Like you're, yeah. yeah. If if you want to wear bright bubblegum pink lip gloss to a holiday party, then you should. Yeah. (laughs) If you want to wear like dark red lipstick in the dead of summer, I think you should, you know, there's no, I don't think there's any rules when it comes to those kinds of things. I always felt starting out and doing makeup. I always felt like, I always felt like it had to be done a certain way. I I love this. I love because like I ask, I think I would ask you about like, what are the trends for summer? 
Yeah. And, and I think you would say, well, I don't know. What would you say to that? But I kind of love what you just said, which is like. Yeah, I, lo- I mean, I love being inspired by trend and I love yeah. seeing what's trickling down and coming through the shows because it's like so fun, you know, but I'm not going to be controlled by it completely. Like I'm going to put my own spin on it if I want to, or I might not do it at all. You know, right. it just really depends. Like I have to like it. And the person I'm working with has to like it. Like, ultimately, you have to feel comfortable. You have to feel sexy. You have to feel... It's all about, like, you know, I could put a beautiful face on you, but if you're not feeling it, you know, you're not going to... It's not going to show. But if you feel hot, then everyone else is going to know. And that's... Anton, every time you do a make... I always say the same thing. I'm like, oh, you know, I feel like I'm... uh, I don't know if, like, I would go... I'll just say, I feel way more hot when I leave the house after you do my makeup, how many times have I left? I'm like, I'm like giddy because I'm like, I feel sexy. I feel so sexy. I'm going to like, and then that, as you said, it comes across. You can always tell. That's why when you were like, I was like, should we do the red? And, and I, I'll have, it'll come across in a photo a hundred percent. If I'm like not feeling totally confident and whatever's going on. Yeah. Anyway, but you always, yeah, it's yeah. A hundred percent. You got to feel it. And that's, that's like the, that's the beauty of like having a makeup artist that you trust because you're like, Oh, Anton's coming over. Like this is good. It's going to be good. I'm going to feel great. You know, you're not worried about it. Um, but that's, it's, that's the thing. It's like, we'll do that red for like a shoot or something. But if it's not like the perfect moment, as far as an event is concerned, it's just not, it's not going to be. Okay. Have you ever done drag makeup? Um, yeah, Yeah. um, back in the, you know, what's so funny is I I feel like that's one of the ways I learned, especially in the Mac days, because drag makeup classes, transformational makeup classes, that was really popular. Um, and drag makeup is essentially just beauty makeup times infinity, you know, it's the same kind of concept, Yeah, but it's crazy. I watch drag race now and the way these Queens paint. I'm like, I have no idea where this starts <laughs> or where it ends. Like, it's so good. And and, and it's, it's, it's unreal. Like, it's unreal. Speaking of, we were saying, like, I felt like makeup had rules uh, before. Drag makeup for me for sure had rules. Like, there was a certain way to do it because you're creating an illusion. You're transforming somebody. So you have to rearrange their features. You have to cover the brow a certain way. You have oh, to sure. make a new create. But these young queens now on the show, I'm like, they are just, they, they, it's, I'm like, I don't even know. Like, I would love to watch some of them paint their face because it's unreal to me. Yeah. The way that they do it. It's like, oh, I, you'd be amazing, by the way. Like, you, you truly. But like, I, I'm with you. It's, it's an artistry. It's, it's unreal. Yeah. It's very cool. That was so funny. I, yeah. No, I was just going to say, I think it would be more fun to to do it on someone who's open to anything versus someone who feels like they have to, like you have your like old school kind of pageant queens and they've been in the game for the long time and they, they know their way around their face and they do it a certain way and they know how to get there. And it looks beautiful, but they're kind of hounded by the rules versus right. I've seen a lot with the younger generation, like the queens who are popular on TikTok and then they get on the show they're breaking all the rules and I love it. Yeah, no. Crazy. I love, I love it too. I love that because there really aren't any, it's sort of what you were saying even about the trends. It's like, it's do you, like what, what makes you feel when you walk out of the house, like your best. And that's, that's, the, that's, that's the trend. Yeah, totally. That's it. Yeah. yeah. If you feel good, then, then, then do it. Like I, what bugs me the most with trend is when, you know, the, 
They're like, oh, Gloss is out this season. Right. And I'm like, you know what? Get away from me. Because I love Gloss so much. I love Gloss yes. and it's pretty and shiny and it makes you look younger. Yes. Not you, but anybody. Like Gloss makes your lips look younger. It makes you look fresh. Like I will never not use Gloss just because some trend said that it wasn't in style right now. No, I, I find gloss, if someone, I, I would ignore that as well. In fact, yesterday I had to track down a gloss. You're going to laugh. They stopped making it. It's this color blush by Laura Mercier. And I found one place in like South Carolina that had a couple left and I yeah. shipped it to myself. Yeah. Um, okay. Yeah. Best blush tones for different skin shades and types. I think that that's a common issue that people have is a lot of products that are marketed to, oh, this works on everybody. It don't work on everybody. Yeah. You know, just the honest truth. Um, I actually have, totally. let me see. I have these um, Charlotte Tilbury's that I love. These are the um, Swish and Pop blushers. Okay. Like a little duo. Yeah. That's kind of so thing. You see like there's like a lighter color in the center. Yeah. Oh, there we go. Oh my gosh, she's going to um, die. She's going to be so excited. Well, these are amazing. So like, look, even like this one is crazy light. This is going to be for like someone super, super fair. But it has that pop in the center. So you get like kind of like a duo color vibe. Um, I don't have the darkest. See, this is, this is really pretty because like the peach on the outside is super neutral, but then it has that brighter pink kind of in the middle. Oh, those so are cool. Yeah, like you get like a few different... Um, let me switch to my other hand. You get like a few different um, color options in there. So yeah. it like pops a little bit. There's a deeper so tone. Big. I think it's called um, the Climax. And it's one of my favorite blushes on deeper skin tones. It's packed away in Tia Mori's kit um, at her house. So oh, Tia Mori's kit. Uh, that's what why is I don't it? have it. Blush it's names. So beautiful. Go ahead. Tell me about it. Let me see if I could actually find it on my phone because it's so good. What's with the blush names, though, of like orgasm, climax? <laughs> What's going on? It's, it's all marketing. Yeah. It's, all marketing. it's very clever. And I think an orgasm blush sells like every two seconds. No. I And honestly, it's very beautiful. Literally. But it became the thing. Or I mean, that was like, I yeah. mean, it's still very beautiful. I love it. It's a little peach on me, but. Yeah, it's a it's a little bit on the peach. Okay, this is this is the one. I love this one on deeper skin tones. So see, like the outside is super super bronzy. Yes, and then the inside it's not even really showing on camera, but it's actually um, the inside is pretty pink. So it's so good. Oh, she's on, gonna love like, this. Like my skin tone and up. Like it, it works on like dark skin. It's beautiful. So um, I just love when you get that kind of do. You're getting two colors in one product, which is nice because. You could use more of the outside one if you just want the darker shade. If you want that pop of pink, you could just kind of concentrate your brush in the middle and just use that. Right. Super fun that way. Yeah. I love this. I love yeah. all of this. Tell me really quick. First yeah. off, tell me where the mermaid skin comes. I have a whole thing of it that I bought and then I never yeah. used it. So this is just a Maggie question. That's a Tarte product. Yeah. Um, and like what in what uh, level? So, you know, you moisturize and like, it, does that go on top of the moisturizer? No, so it's basically it's a serum. So it would kind of be like your um, your sort of textbook order would be cleanser, toner, serum, and then moisturizer because that's giving you like that deep, quick moisture and it absorbs 
fast. Yes. And then maybe you would put like a heavier moisturizer on top of that or something like that. But I like that mermaid skin on you because I know you get a little, you could be a little bit on the drier side. Yeah. So it gives you that hit of moisture. But yeah. remember whenever I do it, I put that on you and I kind of like do start other things. Your eyes a little bit. Like yeah. I, because I want it to really, really soak in. And then I would like prime you and put foundation on or whatever, just to give it a chance to really marinate because that's one of those products where if you put it on and it hasn't dried all the way um, and you put a foundation over it, it might roll. You know where you see like the, the like it rolls. Yes. You get those like it. kind of pilly, uh, like when yeah. a sweater pills, like it becomes that, like. That, exactly. That's exactly what it is. That's yeah. because it hasn't like fully absorbed. Okay. Got it. So you have to wait for all of the products. You gotta to let absorb. your skincare soak in before you put foundation on, especially if it's like a clinically product and there's a lot of ingredients in it. It's really gotta, it's gotta soak. <laughs> gotta gotta absorb. You heard it here first, everyone. It's gotta yeah. soak. Gotta soak. Gotta soak before it's. Oh, I was gonna make it. Before a you put joke. anything over it. Before you put anything over it. Okay, yeah. got it. I like this. Very important question. I have a friend who I was talking to, the woman who like has done my hair coloring for like twenty years, and she was like, Maggie, I still have a cigarette every day when I go home. <laughs> And she's like, she's like, I don't think you want to promote smoking on your podcast. I'm like, no, but it's very funny that that's the thing that brings you back to yourself after a crazy day of working yeah. with a lot of people. Yeah, yeah. So it's like, it's like her one vice. It's her vice. It's her thing. Yeah. So, um, is there any, um, yeah. Hilarious. Yeah. Um, for me, I don't know. I mean, I guess just on the day, if I have a day off and I just, honestly, I like doing life stuff. Because it makes me feel, I don't know. Like you're catching up? Like I'm catching up. Like, I, I mean, I'll, I'll get up. I like to be slow in the morning. If I have the time to be slow, I'll go work out. You know, I'll go run a couple errands. I'll, you know, go get a manicure pedicure if I haven't had one. Love. Things like that. Just like chill stuff. I love this. Well, you know, I love to go see friends, but maybe just for like, you know, not all day, like just mm-hmm. let's go have coffee and chat for a couple hours. And then I can go back to myself because I do like spending time with me. Same. I love, I like my company. I think I we, we talk about this a lot, actually, we when do. we're, when we, we hang out. We like, we're always around people when we work, like in order for me to work like nine times out of 10, more than that, I have to like be in the room with another human, you know, and sometimes you yeah. don't want Sometimes you don't want to chat. Sometimes you're exhausted. You know, um, that's why it's nice for like you and I, because even if we're not having like the greatest time in our lives at that moment, like we can kind of come together and cheer each other up. I love, which we actually both just, well, yeah, we're, your job, by the way, like the intimacy of what you do, like you're literally yeah. in somebody's face. You are literally, literally. and strangers sometimes. So you're yeah. just getting to know someone and there could be small talk or not. Like I, I, I have such respect for, um, your spirit. Like you are always to me, like you're, I mean, look, we're us now. So I feel yeah. like no matter how, how we show up, however we want. And we're like, you know, but even, it's, and that yeah. was, that was day one for us. Yeah. I feel oh, like, yeah. but at the same time, like your job is legit. I mean, both of ours with being around people, but yes, but your job is, is like literally, and you become, I think often you're picking up everybody's, you know, they're going to events. There's a ton of anxiety. Yeah. How do I look like it's, it's a, it's a lot. They might, they might not be in the mood like to yeah. 
have people invading their space. And sometimes that's very palpable and that's not easy to navigate either. It's like, well, on one hand, I understand because everyone is human, but on the other hand, I'm like, well, I've been hired to do a job. So I'm like, (laughs) try not to make me feel like I'm bothering you. I, yeah, that's hard. And our, our, we both just went through something as well that we got to share in, which was absolutely bizarre. The back-to-back-ness of that, I feel like, which was so crazy, which we don't have to like get super into, but both of our dogs who were like our soulmate forever, like, like within months, we lost them both. I mean, it was insanity. It was insanity. Uh, um, Jigsaw's one year just passed. Can you believe that? I, I, I can't, I know. I'm like, I'm like, where does the time go? It's bizarre. And it's, I finally posted on Instagram. I posted like a little video picture montage because I I didn't do it when he initially passed. I was so devastated. Every time I tried to post or draft something, I just would lose my mind. You know, it was the first time that I was finally able to do it. And I'm not saying it was easy, but I'm like, okay, I need to do this for my And, you know, I'm very private. Like, I don't need anybody's approval or sympathy or anything like that. It was more like, a, this was my baby. And I want to share some pictures of him with the world on his, you know, the anniversary of his passing. And those of us who knew you and and knew Jigsaw through you, like, I feel like that's, look, I, I get it. I had the exact same experience. Like, I couldn't post about Peanut for months and I, there, there was also something about that that made it a bit more real. And I don't mm-hmm. know why, but that's an excellent point too. That's, yeah. that's, another, that's another factor for sure. I felt the same way. Um, yeah, but I, 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 you know, when you go through things like that, I feel like, and, and, and I, this is not to say everyone was so wonderful and supportive and people like we know or whatever, but you also know, like I knew with you when I saw, I was like, oh, I, you got it. I, I didn't have to say anything other than like, oh, she passed. And you, there was nothing else that had to say. And you the same. I was like, oh, how's Jigsaw? And I knew exactly. Anyway, I, I, I just love you so much. Um, you're just one of my favorite people in the whole wide world. And I get to see you on Thursday and I can't wait. And wow. we're going to share all this fun stuff that we talked about. And it's going to be awesome. Cute, cute little demos. Yeah. Cute little demos. We're going to be demoing. I love you so much. I learned I so too. much. This is an amazing episode. We have so much to work with. Like, I, I just, I can't, I can't thank you enough. This was amazing. Thank you so much, Anton, for doing this episode with me. I learned so much. I also love you so much. And yeah, as I was like thinking about it, this really, in a way, make up, at least for me, on some days when I'm just feeling not great. Sometimes just like, you know, faking it till you make it, like just throw the makeup on, throw the nicer clothes, get out of the sweats, whatever it might be, even if it's just to like go down the street because it just feels good. It makes you feel better. It can lift your mood to just put a little effort in and do that. Even if you're not feeling great inside, it may not change all of that, but maybe just for a little while, you'll feel a little better, at least as you walk down the street. So I kind of love learning this as as me time being a new hobby skill, but also for that purpose as well. So I hope you enjoyed it and learned something too. Seeking the truth never gets old. 
Introducing June's Journey, the free-to-play mobile game that will immerse you in a thrilling murder mystery. Join June Parker as she uncovers hidden objects and clues to solve her sister's death in a beautifully illustrated world set in the Roaring Twenties. With new chapters added every week, the excitement never ends. Download June's Journey now on your Android or iOS device, or play on PC through Facebook games.